Welcome back to the channel, everyone. I am really excited to speak with you today about the Cross of the Sleeping Phoenix and how this crumbling age of the Cross of Planning may actually be playing a role in this uptick of cancel culture that we're seeing or this uptick in you versus me that we may be seeing. Now, if you're watching live or on the replay, if you're listening to the podcast, I would love to hear, have you noticed that there is increased tension? Have you noticed a crumbling of institutions? And that could be government, how we view science, how we view banks. Have you noticed an increase in cancel culture? If you're a entrepreneur, if you are in some kind of self-development, coaching space, public figure, influencer, have you noticed an uptick in cancel culture? And I believe it's hard to ignore the changing times now. So for those that are new here, my name is Ashley Brianna Eve. I'm the founder of Elite Human Design Consulting. I am certified by the BG5 Institute as a business consultant, a business cycle specialist. Just about to hand in if I could find the time between business and running a sanctuary and another business to hand in my project for Profit Potential so I can officially be a certified Profit Potential Specialist as well. And I am in the Holistic Analyst two-year differentiation degree program with the International Human Design School. And the reason I say that is, one, there is a lot of bad information about human design and BG5 and even the changing times in the online space where people admittedly say they don't like Robert who's more what we could maybe perceive as negative interpretation of these changing times. So people have like fluffed it up a bit, added some sprinkles and sparkles and changed it to fit their narrative. This is the science of differentiation. I don't change it for my own means. I don't change it because I don't like the language or because I think maybe it was too negative or anything. What I bring to you here and what is a core value of my business and brand is the science of differentiation. Whether we're looking at it from the international human design spiritual awakening perspective, or whether we're looking at it from the business BG5 perspective, and BG5 is Ra Ruhu's business application of the science of differentiation. So I always like to make sure that's clear because I do get some comments, especially when I speak about the cross of sleeping Phoenix, people saying, I never heard Ross speak about that. And I think you're wrong. Well, as a business specialist or a business cycles specialist, I studied and handed in a report in regards to cycles. <laughs> and this is one of those cycles. The cycles of the world, if you will, are part of being a specialist in cycles. And as a student over at the International Human Design School all the way up to the differentiation degree, you have to study cycles over there as well. Now I'm leaning into my BG5 knowledge here and the trainings in BG5 because I'm looking at from a business perspective in this context for this training. However, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have to agree. And I think that's the beauty of it. We can all have our own perspective. My positioning as a consultant is looking at the times, know your, actually, this is from a workshop I just did, I'm going to be reworking the slides for you guys into a free mini course, is one of those pillars is know your market. Knowing your market as a brand and business requires understanding the shift in the times we are in because you need to understand the material plane and the material plane, which is wealth, which is money, which is business, is impacted by these changing times. 
And on top of that, one of the other pillars of creating a brand by design for me and what you're going to learn about in my free mini course is know the times. So those are separate, know the market and within that know the times, but as its own standalone pillar, we have to know the times because again, not only, and you're going to see this, not only do we need to know the time from the perspective of how does this impact the material plane, we need to understand the times to understand how it's impacting us as people. Because what we have to keep in mind is your openness in your body graph. So anywhere that's white in your body graph is amplifying the energy it's taking in at 200%. So if you have an undefined or open solar plexus, you are amplifying the emotional fears that are happening right now in the collective during the crumbling of the cross of planning and the crystallizing the cross of sleeping Phoenix, you are amplifying the emotional fears at 200%. If you have an undefined Ajna, you are amplifying the anxieties, the mental fears of the collective at 200%. And when we understand the energy, we take our power back. When we understand why we're feeling a certain way or why we may be feeling a little bit more maybe nervous or anxious, we understand that it's a pattern we're in and we can then lead ourselves through it in our own personal power, understanding what's happening and also how we can use the wisdom of our openness to serve others through our business or through our brand. All right. So that's why this is so important when we're understanding creating a brand. And as Rat Ruhu says, the material plane is always mutating. You adapt or you die. And we are, you were born in a massive shift. And I'm not going to get into the mechanics of it because it's really irrelevant above what we're really going to discuss between here and the free mini course. But you were born, you chose, if you're spiritual and you believe you chose to be here during this time, ultimately then you chose to be here during this time during a massive upheaval in the energetics a massive upheaval. And what we can look back and track as well, and maybe I'll actually make a slide on this for the free mini course, is the changing times through history and how culture, how society changed with each changing cross. It's something that's undeniable, even if you don't believe in energetics, even if you're on the fence and you found me, you're like, this is interesting, but I'm not really bought in how this impacts my brand, how this impacts my business. Let me find, if I can find it all, I believe I have access to that. I'll track it for you guys. That'll be my plan to show you because when you start to see the actual changing times in real time of society, of the material plane, of purchasing habits, of what was selling because of those purchasing habits, it's absolutely undeniable to then realize the impact that this has. All right. So what I want to talk about first, after I get plugged in, because apparently my battery is already dying. I haven't been live or anything yet today. This is real time. I love watching Emily D. Baker because she always says, don't worry, we're professionals here. And I can always relate to that. Don't worry, I'm a professional here as I struggle to figure out how to get my computer plugged in. 
I also, I have to say, love when things like this happen live because then you know what you're getting when you get into a container with me. There is no perfected, polished world in my world. I am the epitome of a six line of a, the role model of being you, authentically you building a brand and the epitome of a brand sphere four, line four and Gene Keys, which is direct and authentic. There's no mirrors here. There's no trying to be perfect or illusions here. It is just me externalizing my knowledge as the role model. If that's not a four, six, I don't know what is. And it served me really well, just leaning into my profile and being me. All right. So this slide itself was under know the market, and you will be able to dive deeper into this within the free mini course that's coming. What we have to understand and why I think this is pivotal Someone said to me the other day on Instagram that there's really an uptick in even the anti-coaching culture. And this is what I want to say here and how I want to address it as well. The shadow of the time we are currently in, the current pattern that we are experiencing is 16.1. This is underlined by delusion. Now, keep in mind, this is the shadow we're in. And you know, I think it really is the height of the ego to think there's some exalted place where we never experience the shadow, where we are perfected beings, where we never experience the not self. Something I said to my clients in the workshop yesterday I ran is I said, the not self is still you. It's when you get distracted, we call the not self shadows and distractions in BG5. When you get distracted through your openness, that's still you. That's your design. That's not something you're one day going to elevate above or get rid of. It's still you. So I think it's such the epitome of the ego. I don't know if it was Ra or Richard that said something similar to think that one day we're just exalted out of it. So the shadow of the current pattern 16.1 is delusion. This is false enthusiasm and the daydreamer and the public communication of inevitably unrealized claims the tendency to express fantasy as fact. And I think it goes without saying how this is being expressed and shown in the collective right now. I mean, if you even look at Netflix, right? I have not watched it, but the Twin, Twin Flames documentary, I can't, maybe that's what it's called. I don't know. <laughs> I get my celebrity gossip on Twitter. I'm not really up on the the gossip on Netflix. So I think it's that Twin Flames documentary and it's really exposing a cult. And if you are in certain niches within the coaching industry, you are seeing an uptick in a cancel culture around coaching. And sometimes for good reason, sometimes there are issues that people are illuminating of these unrealized claims and this realization that there was a tendency to express fan fantasy as fact. And so we are seeing people starting to awaken to these unrealized claims. We are seeing people starting to awaken to fantasy expressed as fact. And not just in the coaching industry, but in the economy at large, we're seeing a lot of people with distrust around the government. And also in Canada, for example, we have a lot of our news blocked from us now. It's really hard to actually get news articles. And in my opinion, what it feels very much like is that shadow of the 16.1 and the government desperately trying to maintain the unrealized claims as like hidden behind the veil, really trying to continue to portray the fantasy and hide the fact. 
And so what we're seeing right now is a lot of people in different areas of business, of different areas of life, starting to wake up to this fact and starting to wake up to what they're seeing as unrealized claims. Now, it was supported more so in the cross of planning because the cross of planning is a tribal frequency. And the cross of planning, which is everything works in seven-year cycles, just like your deconditioning journey, right? It's a seven-year cycle, although you're not perfect by the end. <laughs> it's not the goal. Seven-year cycle is just like the cross of sleeping phoenix. In seven years, we're not in the cross of sleeping phoenix in the sense that everything's the cross of sleeping phoenix. We still have people that were born under the cross of planning. The cross of sleeping phoenix doesn't fully anchor in until everyone that was born under the cross of planning has passed away, and it's only beings that were born under the cross of sleeping phoenix. So even in regards to the larger cycles, yes, we could say it's seven-year cycles, but I also don't want to give the illusion because it is an illusion that in 2027, it's like, snap your fingers, it's the cross of the sleeping phoenix. That's not true. But what we are seeing right now is people waking up to things that maybe there was a veil there and they're realizing these unrealized claims. They're realizing what was expressed as, as fact, but was fantasy. And it's starting to turn into this cancel culture. And I think, and in my opinion, we're going to get into that a little bit more. There is a slippery slope. I think the shadow of this transition and almost this misunderstanding of the cross of sleeping Phoenix, because it is an individual frequency and this misunderstanding, whether consciously because someone knows the information or unconsciously because they're just feeling the energetic shifts that are happening is it is turning into this us versus you. It is turning into this, I'm going to do it on my own and you're a scam artist, you're a horrible person, you're just out to like put these veils on me, you just have these unrealized claims. And it is, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, <laughs> this shadow of the transition we're going through is amplifying cancel culture. It's amplifying this thing of like just tear someone down before they can tear you down. And it's very easy to see online. It's very easy to see in different industries. And I'm not saying, and this is what we're getting into in the 2027, I'm not saying throw away your authority. I'm not saying throw it away to someone else. What I'm saying is what we want to do is stay grounded in discernment. What we want to do is stay grounded in who we are and how we are making decisions based on what's correct for us. It's not just now because we're going in this individual frequency, it's every man for himself. And that's not what we want to, not what I want to portray. And it's not the truth. I am here, but I don't, I get distracted very easily. So I don't answer questions on live. But if you guys have questions about um, anything I offer, you can email support at ashleybrannateve.com. I get too distracted live to answer questions. We'll never get to what I want to. All right. So something that's really important that we're understanding is a core fundamental piece of these changing times. So in the, these are graphics from BG5 from my trainings at BG5. So shout out to BG5. In the old era of planning, what we were doing was the outside in. And I see this and I am very strongly grounded within my business that I am not your authority and BG5 or human design is not your authority. And this is a value. This is something that's very important for me. Because in the changing times, in the cross of planning, people are saying, oh, okay, well, no, screw the guru, right? Because now with the, the crumbling of the cross of sleeping Phoenix, it's like, oh, I'm not bound by the tribe because we aren't. 
And the and across the planet, it was a tribal frequency. We were bound to the tribe. We wanted to be a part of the tribe. We would sacrifice ourselves for the tribe. We would sacrifice our own logic, our own inner authority to fit in, to have someone else be our authority, to have someone else tell us what to do. So what happens is people would come into my containers and they would say, say a mastermind, for example. All right, Ashley, how does BG5 tell me who my niche is, what I'm supposed to do, what I'm the expert in, and how to build my business? And I'd say, whoa, 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 okay, so we need to take a step back here because what you're operating from right now is the outside in. And one, there is no correct way to run your business. There is no correct way to build your brand. The, the cross of planning was outside expert tells me who I am. Outside expert gives me guidance. Outside expert gives me all the solutions. And one of the biggest principles of raw Uruhu was don't believe me, experiment with it. And I think that's been lost. And what I call, and people don't like when I say it, well, people that teach pop culture, human design don't like when I say this, but in people's own interpretation of human design, what has been lost is people are positioning themselves as the expert because they know human design. And we've lost the core foundational piece of BG5 and human design. We lost the core foundational piece of something raw hit over the head a million times until his passing. Do not believe me, experiment for yourself. So of course, when someone hires me from a consulting perspective and we're looking at the data in their business and we're looking at how to make logical, strategic moves, because I want to make sure I'm differentiating this here. If someone hires me for a consultant and we are looking at, this is the data, this is your brand, this is where you desire to go. Let's create logical, strategic moves to scale your brand and increase profit potential. That is a very different situation than a coaching relationship called coaching and cult coaching and consulting are two very different things. Very different than a coaching relationship when you know all the answers. And this is important for you to know when you hire a coach, you know, all the answers as a client. And your coach is there to help you find them, to ask you the right questions. This is something projectors are fantastic at. This is something projectors are quite literally built for. The coach asks you the right questions to guide you to your answers. So those are two different roles, right? And even when we look at a consultant hiring, or sorry, a, say, CEO hiring consultant, the outside in is from a very different perspective. It's not because I don't know. It's not because I don't know me. It's not because I don't know fundamentally what I want to make my business on. It's not because I fundamentally am allowing limiting beliefs to get in the way. It's like strategically, this is an area, a blind spot for me. So I hire the expert to come in and help illuminate the blind spot. Very different. So I have these clients come in, not so much anymore, looking from the outside in. And because we can feel the crumbling of the times, because we can feel the crumbling of the cross of planning, what happens is one, I find the ego even more so is like grasping in some cases, right? Really grasping of like, oh no, it's like that's almost this ego death almost <laughs> of trying desperately to hold on to the old times. But also there's this feeling of, okay, I feel, even if it's subconscious, even if it's just energetic, I feel that there's the crumbling times. I feel that the guru is quote unquote dying. 
But what happens, and I want you to hear me, if you're listening on the podcast, if you're just streaming this, please pay attention right now. What happens is an illusion of moving towards independent inner authority, but still operating from the outside in. And how does that work? Well, it's death of the guru, screw the guru. Oh, human design, can you tell me who I am? Gene Keys, can you tell me who I am? Coach that understands human design, can you tell me who I am? And I mean, no disrespect, but if you're in my world, you know you get the blunt truth. I always joke, that's why I have so many fifth line manifester clients, because the fifth line manifester clients are like, inform me, lady. (laughs) Inform me so I can fix it. So I work really well with fifth line manifestors, fifth lines in general, because there is just this really like, give me the practical solutions. I want the practical solutions, inform me of what it is. But the truth is, and what I'm, I'm a generator, but I'm informing you right now. The truth is when you shift from coaches, gurus, that's not where it's at because they're not my authority to, oh, but human design, can you tell me who I am? You are still operating from the outside in. You are still operating from the outside in. It is an illusion, right? Illusion and delusion marks this transition we are in. (laughs) It is an illusion that now you are being your own authority. You've just transferred authority. You've just transferred authority from a guru to human design. And Ra used to hate the spiritual gurus. He always positioned himself as a very opposite of that. And as he said, don't take my word for it. Don't make me your guru. Don't make human design your guru. You go out and experiment and see how it works for you. Do you wait for the invitation? I don't know. Go out and experiment. See how it works. Do you have more opportunities when you wait for the invitation? Or do you have more opportunities when you're trying to force control, figure everything out, get stuck in overwhelm, et cetera, et cetera? You figure it out. You go out. You figure it out, right? Do you have to wait to respond? I don't know. This would be raw, right? This is the conversation he had all the time. I don't know. You go off. Figure it out. Experiment. Does it work better for you when you respond to things or does it work better for you when you're in your head trying to figure it out every detail? Let me tell you, from working with thousands of people, people in their head trying to figure it out are stuck. And then they use the language of I'm stuck, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Well, when as soon as you say I am stuck, That's an identity statement. This is a conversation I just had with my mastermind. I laid the spiritual mindset smack down on my mastermind today. I said, you say I am stuck. That is an identity statement. And you've just made your identity being stuck. And you're going to stay stuck. There's going to be no change from there. So what we are moving out of is we will take care of you. The era of planning, the tribe will take care of you. Don't worry about asking yourself the difficult questions. Don't worry about figuring it out because you have all the answers. Just calibrate. That was a big thing that was popular years ago in the spiritual coaching space. Just calibrate to me. Just come into my space and calibrate to me. I will take care of you. And now we're seeing the illusion and delusion fall apart around this calibration issue. But we're also seeing people start to see through the veil of like what actually was happening there, right? So the cross of planning was we will take care of you. Linear control. And hey, I'm all for logic and and such. My design is very logical, but my design is logical from a place of inner authority. My design is logical based on what's correct for me. 
not based on outside in, right? That's the difference. I love logic. I love strategy. Obviously, that's what I teach in business. I love when my clients, I have a couple of clients in a launch and they sent me a message today and they said, actually, I cannot wait to get the data and send it off to you. I love it. There's a place for it. And it comes from inside out. It doesn't come from outside in. It's a difference. So in this area of planning, it was, we will care for you. The government, banks, big pharma, coaches, spiritual gurus, all falls into this. We will take care of you. Come to my spiritual retreat. I will take care of you. Come to my mastermind and you can just calibrate to me. I'll take care of you. Don't worry. Right? Sacrificing yourself for the good of the tribe. I've seen this in people I'm really backing up their tribe, right? It's like sacrificing themselves to back up their tribe. And in some instances, that's the right thing to do. But this is like blind illusion and delusion we're talking about. And that was the energy of the time. At the end of the day, the, the frequency to create what we created institution-wise, et cetera, it required that frequency. There was a focus and lo of logic and keeping things the same, right? Don't shake the status quo. Don't, don't rock the boat. We want to keep things the same. Don't challenge the spiritual guru. Don't challenge the system. Don't challenge what government's telling you. Don't challenge what big pharma's telling you. And I'm not, this isn't anti-anything. It's just the reality. It was don't think for yourself. I have sheep. We have a rescue. I run a rescue, an animal rescue. I love my sheep. They are the sweetest, probably the easiest animal to take care of on the farm, but they don't think for themselves. It's very much a hive mind where one goes, the other ones go. And eventually, if they're nervous enough, so for example, when we introduced our newest rescue, a pig, they run until they can't run anymore. And then they just hide in a corner and hide their face. And it hurts your heart because they're so bloody cute and I love them. But it's just interesting to watch the behavior and compare it to the era of planning. It's like, I'll just hide my face. I just won't look. I'm just going to fall in line. And sometimes there is that blind, blind panic and fear. But the blind panic and fear in the cross of planning was outside in still. Blind panic and fear until someone can tell me what to do. Blind panic and fear until the government will tell me what to do. Until a coach will tell me what to do. Until a mentor will tell me what to do. Until human design will tell me what to do. And what people aren't seeing is fundamentally asking out before in. Something I teach my clients is you always ask in before out. I'm not saying you know the answer to everything in the universe. You shouldn't. And because if, if you did, you'd be getting different results in your business. Yet what so many people do in their reflex is ask out before in. For the simplest things, right? So maybe that's you, you hire a mentor and you're always asking out before in. Because you don't trust yourself. Ultimately, you don't trust yourself to have your own back. And maybe, just maybe, you have an undefined ego and you've broke promises to yourself so many times, right? Because it's not just making promises you can't keep to other people. You've broke promises to yourself so many times. You told yourself you would do it so many times. You told yourself you would start so many times and you didn't do it. Then now you don't trust yourself because of that. You have to figure out what's the core issue with self-trust because asking out before in, one is the old cross of planning, but two doesn't serve you in your business and brand. 
It's also what I call the employee mindset. And you can't have an employee mindset and grow a business. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. So if you're asking out before in constantly, asking for permission to make moves, asking for permission to do anything, asking for permission to be you, asking for permission to teach on what you want to teach on, although I do recommend building your business and brand based on what the market wants, but that's a different conversation. But if you have to get permission from a mentor, from a teacher, from a guy, from a spiritual guru, from Googles, from whatever, right? First, you're still operating from the old paradigm and you're operating from a paradigm, the employee mindset that is not going to scale a business. So what we also looked at is the work for money was based on the bargain. The tribe is very much the bargain. This was trust authorities, experts, government institutions, doctors, scientists, gurus, etc. blindly. And I'm not saying we don't take advice from anyone. I'm not saying we don't have support. I'm not saying now we go and build a bunker and, you know, say that everyone's out to get us. That's the shadow I see of what we're moving through right now is it's every man for himself right now. And on a micro scale in the coaching industry, it's like, you don't know who to trust because it's honestly cancel culture is just getting out of control. So what we also have to remember is everyone in the collective is feeling these changing times. Everyone in the collective. So everyone in the collective is feeling a bit of that instability and the shifting and the, the oh shit, now the tribe's not here for me. The, I don't have the support of the tribe like I used to. They're waking up to the delusions, waking up to the illusions. So there is fear. And if you have openness, you very well could be amplifying that collective fear at 200%. Now, Ross said at one point, why do we amplify through our openness? Well, you amplify through your openness. What he said is so that you know it's not yours. But what ends up happening is people are identifying with it, making it them their own. Maybe the emotions through the solar plexus, making it their own. And then that becomes problematic because now you're making those emotions your own, the fear your own, the mental anxiety is your own, the fear of survival through the undefined splenic center your own. And it's not yours. It's the collective junk that's moving around, right? We even think about it from a stats perspective, 77, 0% of the population are generators that the vast majority are frustrated because they're not operating correctly. Chronic frustration. And now we are all amplifying that. Right. So we also want to keep that in mind is what is the collective moving through? And we all amplify that. And you're also not the victim to it. As Ross says, the whole point in business is not getting rid of conditioning. Right. And this is something I can read a quote that I posted yesterday on Instagram. Let me just pull it up. He says, and this is in regards to business. It's not about eliminating conditioning. It's about eliminating the ignorance of the conditioning. You see, any center that is open in you is your opportunity for wisdom. This is your opportunity through that filtering process that once you stop identifying with what's moving through you, you can take advantage of what's moving through you. And that's business, right? So we and our personal power have that option to sit there and be like, oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed and I'm in fear and I can't move and I'm confused and oh my God, and and wallow in that and that fixed mindset and the ultimately victim mindset, or we can have a growth mindset and look at, all right, the collective's changing, things are changing, the material plane ultimately is changing because of these changing times. Material plane's always changing, as Ross says, if you don't adapt, you die. 
How can I use my wisdom of this to help people through this? How can I support people through my brand and business? How can I meet the market where it's at and create solutions for what people are going through right now? And you have that power just as much as anyone else. Or we can choose to be in the overwhelm, to be in the stagnation, to be in the fear, to be in the anxieties, to bring, to be in all of that and allow it to consume us. Or like Ross says, it's an opportunity through that filtering process that once you stop identifying with what's moving through you, you can take advantage of what's moving through you. And so also just a shout out to BG5 for these graphics. Um, such a beautiful representation. All right. So where we're moving into is the era of the individual, which is I have to take care of myself. It's from the inside out. It's based on wisdom. Now, the flow, trust thyself. Trust thyself is one of the pillars of building a brand by design that you guys are going to learn about in my free mini course. If you like the best way to get up-to-date information on that, it's my email list or usually Instagram has day-to-day -day happenings. Where the shadow is coming out, and I've already said it, so I'm not going to beat this dead horse, is I have to take care of myself. It's me versus everyone else. That doesn't serve us either. It doesn't serve industries. It doesn't serve our self-development. It doesn't serve causes that we're passionate about. Where we want to remember, I have to take care of myself is I trust myself first. I trust my wisdom first. I go in before I go out. That's what the era of the individual, the cross of sleeping Phoenix is about. Because the hyper independence of I take care of myself because everyone's scammers, everyone's assholes, everyone's out to get me, does not serve and it's not even healthy. We are also tribal beings. And depending on your chart, you might be heavy tribe. And it's not in our health and wellness, well-being to be a one-man or woman island. And if you're building a brand... That's not how you're going to build a brand. Networking, regardless of your profile, is the best way to create omnipresence and organic marketing. What we're looking at in the era of the individual, which is across the sleeping phoenix, is do that which fulfills your unique spirit. So in the era of planning, it was more, I'm going to do this to get that. I'm going to make this bargain. From the inside out, and the cross of sleeping Phoenix is what fulfills me comes first. And what I always recommend in my, when I'm working with my branding clients is we look at first and foremost, what fulfills you. And then we figure out how to meet the market where it's at from that place, because it's also not useful for you. And you're not going to be able to help people. If you're like, screw everyone, it's the era of the individual. I'm just doing what I want. Get in line or not jump in or not. Cause that also is not how you run a brand or business. You need to meet the market where it's at. So what I always say with my clients is in this time we're moving into do that, which fulfills your unique spirit. And from that place, from that groundedness, we meet the market where it's at. We provide solutions the market desires. We use common sense and intuition to move things forward. So this is, like I said, different than only the mind. 
I, I push, I force, I figure it out. I contort based on what someone else told me I have to do. From here, we're looking at this is correct for my spirit. I trust myself. I'm using my intuition, my inner authority. And from there, I'm building out my brand. From there, I take action. From there, I hire the right mentors or take the right courses or learn the right skills or gain the right depth, all based on your chart. From there, very different. And I want you to feel that in your body, very different than what we were looking at in the cross of planning, which is just take care of me. Tell me what to do. Tell me where it is in my body graph. Tell me where it is in my chart who I help. Tell me where it is in my polygenic profile and gene keys, what my purpose is. Just tell me. I want you to feel that difference of that versus I trust myself. I'm using my intuition to take action in the now. And from that place, hiring the right mentor. From that place of discernment, creating deep connections with others who share my ambitions and passions. And I can feel that energy difference if someone comes into one of my offers, a course, a mastermind, very rarely happens one-on-one anymore because I have more screening processes to to get me one-on-one on a call. But that frequency difference is so different in someone. The first one of just tell me, just tell me, just tell me, just help me, just save me is like static. In BG5, it's called static, right? Because talking about auras, BG5 was created to to speak with business people and talking about auras and energetic frequencies, not useful in a business setting where we're looking at practical solutions to solve problems. But telling someone that you're going to create static, it's like listening to the radio station and you're trying to get 99.5, but uh, you're outside the range and it's like... Right? And I can feel that as soon as I read someone's comment or, or get on a call with someone that's in that energy. And often you have to tugboat someone from that place. I talk a lot with my clients about having to tugboat people. Whereas someone that's operating from the inside out, you don't tugboat. You're the lighthouse. Right? Even on a consulting call or a coaching call, I'm the lighthouse as a coach. And so from that place, someone trusts themselves first. And so again, it's not about screw everyone. I'm one man army, one woman army, Arab, the individual. Thank you very much. Everyone's a scam artist. It's creating deep connections with others who share your ambitions and passions. And in my brand, I very intentionally bring the sanctuary in. You could argue, and I could make a case for the sanctuary that I've created having absolutely nothing to do with my brand. If anything, it's caused more drama having the sanctuary and and talking about the sanctuary in my brand. Yet, when I look at it from a perspective of what's important to me, what's important to my brand, and moving forward into the era of the individual, I want to create deep connections with people who share ambitions and passions. And that means deep connections. I'm a fourth line as well in business, right, with my clients. I want to work with people that want to do good things in this world, that aren't just stacking the cash. I can't even remember the last time, quite honestly, and I don't judge anyone for their path. I just know who I want to create deep connections with, who I want to create a network with. And I was joking with my husband last night. I said, everything we make goes back into the farm, goes back into our rescue animals, goes back into that, right? I said, I can't even remember last time I've bought myself like socks or pants. The pants I'm wearing literally have holes in them right now. 
And he said, okay, well, what do you want for Christmas? I said, a winter coat. And he goes, that's boring. And I said, no, I want, I literally want a winter coat because I haven't even bought myself a coat. I'm not ready for this weather. And to be out in the sanctuary in the middle of winter, I need to be warm because I hate, I am like a warm weather creature born in Ontario, which is some kind of weird cosmic joke, but it all works out anyway. So anyway, I bring the sanctuary in because I want to create connections with the right people. I want to create a network and create a community with people that share similar ambitions and passions. And I have a very low tolerance um, for like judgy energy or anything like that. You know, I, I know who my people are and I create a brand that attracts my people. Trust yourself. So do what is new, unique, and different based on your wisdom. Your wisdom. <laughs> very different. And I'm going to give you guys an example. Someone coming to me in a, like a coaching container, right? And saying, Ashley, how do I build a brand by design? <laughs> well, one, I can walk you through the process in Branded by Design 101, my signature course, which actually is going to open later today. I just have to make some edits to uh, the dates. I had someone sneak in, a couple people. I actually, it's funny, I, <laughs> I made the link live for about 12 hours for my mastermind clients to see it and, and to see the breakdown of the page and everything. And uh, people snuck in and they're, I'm getting these emails to the support email and they're going, it's all the wrong dates. What's going on? I'm like, you weren't even supposed to have access to it right now. Like, that's why you're not to hang tight. I need to edit things, but it is about trust. And it's a difference of saying like, I have no idea. I have no clue. I don't know myself enough. I don't trust myself enough versus this is the brand I desire to build. And what are the building blocks to get there? Right? Because I don't believe anyone, I say this all the time and it can piss people off, but I don't believe anyone does not know. I'm not asking you to build a, a funnel that makes seven figures a year. That you could ultimately say, I don't know. But then we could argue you actually do know. Because I could say, well, what do you know? Well, I could hire someone for it. Oh, so you did know all along. You did have the answer all along. Right? Might not be. It might not be what we think it was supposed to look like. But your answer was, you didn't know, your answer was, I'll hire someone for it, right? But trusting ourselves, building a base and trusting ourselves, and that doesn't need to be a 10-year journey. Business is practical. It's, it's practical solutions. That's why Ra had BG5. It's not about, I actually sent an email out to my email list last night talking a little bit deeper about that, but I don't have the quote with me. Actually, I might. Give me a second. I'll read you guys it. I'm not going to read the whole quote, but let me pull it up. I need like hold music, although hold music is so bad. I bet it's in my, let's see if I can pull it up quick. Yeah. It's like not cool that <laughs> Gmail puts my own email marketing into my spam folder. <laughs> All right. So in talking about practical solutions, Rot Ruhu, this is a direct quote. The first time he ran the BG5 business consultant certification himself, he said, BG5 is something that is very different in the sense that it's not traditional human design. And that for me is probably one of the most spectacular ways in which the knowledge that I have given can be used in a way that's of value to human beings. I see the trans orc forms, the business applications or family applications of this knowledge to be very different than the personal application. 
The personal application is something that takes place when someone is ready in a sense to challenge what seems to be what life is, to see if there is something else. And in so many ways, regardless of their state, they need to be ready for such a thing. So you need to be ready for a spiritual awakening journey, he's saying. What we are looking at with BG5 is the most fundamental and basic issue that all human beings have to face, and that is the material dimension of their life. One of the things that is so interesting for me about doing the business side of the knowledge I received is in a sort of comical way, it's the black side to the human design white side. This is important. The goal here isn't to wake people up. The goal here isn't for them to recognize that they are not self. The goal here is not to transform them in terms of what we understand as a mystical or esoteric or whatever spiritual transformation. That is not business. The business is the bottom line. It's the bottom line and it's something that everybody needs. Everybody. So I just want to wrap up on that is when we're looking at even the changing times in terms of the cross of planning, the cross of sleeping Phoenix, this isn't a, I'm going to go through this healing journey. You can separate from your brand, but that's not your brand. What I say to my clients is your brand's job is to create connections with people, not just with your qualified clients, but with people within your network. Your business's job, Raru, who said it right there, is the bottom line, increasing profit potential. So again, we can look at these changing times and quite practically say, well, if there's these changing times, we're moving from the cross of planning to the cross of sleeping Phoenix. I'm noticing patterns in my niche. I'm noticing patterns in the collective that are coming out. How can I leverage these changing times to help people? Going back to the original quote, how can I leverage these times, as Ross said, as an opportunity through that filtering process that once you once you stop identifying with what's moving through you, you can take advantage of what's moving through you to help others, to create change. And that's just a decision. And then holding yourself to the decision, sure. But that is just a decision. You don't need a month, a year, five years to make that decision. Sometimes, often, it takes that long for people to make those decisions. But you don't need it. You can start moving now. All right, guys. So I hope you enjoyed this. I've got to go. I have a lot more chores to do in the sanctuary on the farm today. We're moving things around. And we have some companies stopping by, which is very rare. (laughs) So I hope you have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this. Stay tuned to the email list and Instagram for Branded by Design 101, reopening at stores, and also copy that sells my membership. The second round will be starting in January, but you can hop in now and start diving into the content so you'll get all the old content as well. So that is a copywriting and marketing membership. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.